because all the pictures are Coach K, Johnny Dawkins, and Tyler Hansborough. But he, he's posting pictures with them. The respect level's there. Okay. Okay. That's the, the, the respect level's there. All right. You know what it is. It's ACC versus the world. That's yeah. what it is. Let's go. They said, they said, hey, we're in the ACC together. It's us against the world. This year, this offseason has been kind of like a battle of the conferences, right? It's it's uh, like a political campaign, mm-hmm. only you replace the parties with conferences yeah. and let the mudslinging begin, right? Florida State wants out. What is everybody – why would they want out? Where do they want to go? They want to go to – oh, they think it's going to be better in the Big Ten. Oh, Oregon wants to join the Big Ten. They haven't won a national championship since when? Clemson's got two since then. Oh, okay. Oh, the the Big 12? We want to talk about the the SEC. Oh, it just means more, huh? Mudslinging, right? I mean, we borderline had the, the campaigns at the end that said, this has been paid for by the friends of the ACC. Right? You just, you just post a, a, a commercial saying the Big 10 will let anybody in. They got Washington and Oregon because nobody wanted them. This has been paid for by friends of the SEC. Now we're playing games, though, right? The best part about sports is eventually the trash talk has to stop, and you're going to start playing them on the field, right? You you can we'll we'll, we'll break it down to an even more recent and more topical example. Okay. You cannot like the way Deion Sanders is running Colorado, right? You can think he's brash, you can think he's too much, but guess what? They're 3-0 and with a win over a top 25 opponent. Maybe a bad top 25 opponent, but a top 25 opponent nonetheless. They've won two of the more exciting games we've seen all year. So it's like, you know what? On the field, they're kind of backing it up. You know, do you know what the difference is between, like, uh, Dylan Brooks and Gary Payton? One backs it up. Exactly. Dylan Brooks is seen as a joke because he talks trash and then he gets beat. Gary Payton seems like a legend that everybody wants on his team because he knows how to get inside your head because he's a really good defender. The ACC at this point, whatever trash they were talking in the offseason, they're more Gary Payton than Dylan Brooks. The records. The ACC versus the SEC this year. Four and two. The ACC versus the Big Ten this year. Four and three. Now, I'm not a mathematician. I don't pretend to be, but uh, that's a winning record against both. So if we consider there a big three, kind of the SEC, the Big Ten, and the ACC, mm-hmm. and yes, I'm doing the trash talk thing, Big 12, sorry. Uh, ah. the, <laughs> if there's a big three, a power three conferences, the ACC is eight and five against the others. And oh, by the way, uh, Virginia and Virginia Tech are Oh, and four. So if you eliminate the state of Virginia, eight and one, and you're starting to see a dominance here, the ACC is winning. And this is good for, for a whole host of reasons. When, when Florida State comes and says, we can't compete with them, they're making more money. Uh, really? You can't compete with the SEC because they're getting more uh, broadcast dollars. Well, guess what? You are competing with them, Right? Guess what? You've already done it. Congrats. You're doing what you said was was couldn't be done. Mm-hmm. And oh, by the way, recruits. Oh, by the way, coaches. Oh, by the way, those with options. Uh, there's nothing you can't do in the ACC. Nothing. 
absolutely nothing you can't do in the ACC. Why? Because it's being done as we speak. And you may say, oh, but which which teams were they beating? Well, the ones on the schedule? LSU was a top 10 opponent. That's a dub. Yeah. South Carolina, how'd they look against Georgia? Led at halftime. They look, they look worse uh, against UNC than they did against Georgia. Kicking their butts at halftime, according to their stooge of a head coach. <laughs> Shane Beamer, words I'd like to have back for 500, please. We're going to keep kicking their butts. Uh, or we got to keep kicking their butts, whatever it was. I, I say, like, I, I just say all of that because um, narratives can be spun, right? This off seat, this past off season, when there was all the conference realignment realignment talk and all of the who's better for this and who's better for that and all of the the deep dives, and I'm sure they had the conversation on fine bomb every single day, and and and. I look around and I go, yeah, but this is this is sports, which means at a certain point, it's not just going to be you telling me who's the better conference. It's going to be them getting out on the field and proving who's the better conference. Oh, Georgia and Alabama. Alabama's carrying who? Who? That's what I want to know. And you and you can go, all right, top of the top, bottom of the bottom, whatever you wanted. Wake Forest beat Vandy. Yeah, there's similar. I would say similar standings as far as reputation in their conferences, right? Towards the bottom, smaller school, same colors on their jerseys, <laughs> uh, lower lower revenue compared to some of their conference mates. Smaller private school, and then what happened? Well, Wake Forest won their matchup. Like those things matter. The ACC is winning, so you can have your narratives. You, narratives can be twisted, spun, flipped, turned upside down. Almost went into a little fresh prince wrap there. They can be flipped, turned upside down. But I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there and tell you how the, the score can't be changed. You can't flip, turn a score upside down. No, you can't. The final score is what the final score is. Eight to five. That's what the score is right now. Mm-hmm. Eight wins for the ACC, five wins for the Big Ten and the SEC. And guess what? In a weird way, the ACC might have a... a ace in the hole, a little secret weapon. I don't know if, if any of you saw this. Uh, SMU, the Mustangs, they raised $100 million in seven days to support their move to the ACC. I'm sorry, how much? <laughs> Just should we go full? The Charlotte Hornets! Nope, not them. But how much they raised? $100 million. There we go. Charlotte Hornets are more expensive than that. Yeah. Michael Jordan made a little pretty penny. Uh, They raised $100 million in seven days. That's wild. Seven days. That's wild. From key donors, which means they didn't even do the, like, the the what GoFundMe or the crowdsourcing thing. Yeah, right? they didn't they didn't kickstart it where they went to everybody and got ten dollars. Right, they they didn't go to to a game and pass the hat. They went to just the deep money bags and said, "Hey, we're trying to raise a hundred million dollars. Could you get a could could you you know find a liquid couple hundred million and pass them or a couple couple million and pass it this way by the end of the week?" And they were like, "Yeah, okay." It's a lot of car washes. Yeah, bake sales. Yeah. They did it all. 50 50 raffles, whatever it might be. The thing is, they haven't even gotten there yet. Yeah. Right. All most teams have exhausted their fundraising options, right? They've done, they, they've sold us t- uh, ticket seat licenses. 
they've sold um, experiences, right? Oh, if you if you're part of our our uh, collective, you can come watch spring ball when the the practices aren't open to the public, and oh, you can you can come have a meeting with coach and all like all of those things are happening all over the place because the money is motivating everything. SMU just just made a couple phone calls and got a hundred million dollars in seven days. And no, oh, by the way, they haven't been particularly great in recent years. Mm-mm. Like three or four years ago, they had a 10-win season. Wow. Eight wins, seven wins in the mix. They, they're they 2-1 and one to start the year. This isn't like, a, like a, a Clemson rise, right? Clemson got good and then started asking for money, and everyone was really excited to give money to the good team. This is not that. Should the ACC be intimidated? This, I'm just going to throw this out there, is a massive, massive flex from SMU. They said, we will join the conference and take none of your media share. We'll take zero, I think they said, for nine years. Well, how are you going to do that? I got some friends with some money. Mm-hmm. Like, that. that is a flex, right? That is a flex. It's the equivalent of like uh, I'm trying to think of the right way to put this. Let's say there there's a some like you can't kick someone out that's willing to pay their own way, right? Let's say there's I'm trying to think of of a, of a expensive sport. Let's go skiing. Okay, let's say right. hockey. Hockey would be a, a similar one. Uh, okay, we'll go with hockey. Let's say there's there's like a super duper hockey select youth team. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like like the most, and and they're going on a fifty city tour. They're gonna go. They're doing like the the IMG thing, right? They're gonna go play all over North America, but they have a slot for like twenty kids, right? Your kid is the twenty first, right? The last cut, just brutal, right? Went through all the 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 tryouts and was probably good enough, but maybe played a position where there were a couple other good kids, right? Just a brutal and and and. You got money and it ain't flaunting if you got it. So you go and you say, hey, listen, can you bring 21? And they go, well, you know, we have this roster spot, but we only fundraised enough for this 50-city tour for 20 kids. Okay, well, what if what if I pay for the whole team? All right, your kid's in. And that's the, the ugly way about it, right? You, that's the politics. That's what you hope doesn't happen, but money makes the world go round, right? It, it, well, you know, I've I've – Exited a couple startups for a couple hundred million dollars each. So, uh, what 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 about this? We take all twenty one kids and we put them in five star hotels for the entirety of the five city run. Uh, then would it be okay if he, if he's on the team? We don't have equipment for him. I'll pay for new equipment. Fine. That's essentially what SMU did and is doing. Well, we're bringing in Stanford and Cal. We really don't have the spot. We uh, it's going to be a tough one to fit another team. Well, what if we paid for it? What if we paid for the entry of Stanford and Cal? How are you going to do that? Well, I'm just going to call my rich parents. Who are your rich parents? These boosters we have down in Texas. I assume like oil money and rancher money. I don't know where it's coming from, but don't worry about where our money's coming from. We'll have a hundred million by when? Uh, what day is today? Tuesday? Next Tuesday. A hundred million dollars. Florida State is complaining about cash. How can we compete when we don't have cash? Do you know what that means? Do you know what that says? 
That says they believe the winning will follow the money. If the winning is following the money, then guess what? The winning is about to follow SMU. If they get $100 million in seven days, what can they get in seven months? And what happens once they have to they get their share? I know it's a deep way into the future, but what happens when they get their media share nine years from now? And then they have all these boosters sitting around with cash on top of the media money. May have just invited a wolf into the hen house, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. We, we, got a, we got a big money school in, in a conference of a bunch of schools complaining about money. Is that the Trojan horse, the way to get in? The Trojan Mustang? Yeah, there you go. It's <laughs> the difference. The Trojan Mustang just looks like it's in a it's in a running position rather than just a standing Trojan horse position. Just looks faster. Speaking of, this is this goes along kind of what we were saying. The ACC kind of I think we almost started believing it. Like the SEC and the Big 10 and all their fans told us that the ACC was just Clemson and Florida State so many times that it's like it was started seeping into our brains and then all of a sudden it's like no wait a second Duke's a top 25 team, UNC's a top 25 team. Uh th- th- there's um a lot of squads that can do some damage, right? What about the NFC South? I probably I may have contributed to this. I may have told you they were going to be bad so many times that you just started believing they were going to be bad. Well, they're 6 and 0 outside of Carolina. Four teams. One is Carolina, they're 0 and 2. We talked about it at the beginning of the show. We're going to talk about it throughout the show. I'm here with you. I commiserate with you, Panther fans. The other three teams are a combined 6 and 0. The record is what the record is. Right, the best way to judge who's the better football team is to play a football game. And and outside of Carolina, nobody in the NFC South has lost a game. And only the NFC East with Dallas, Philly, and Washington also 2 and 0 and the Giants 1 and 1. That's the only conference that has more wins than the NFC South and and that was quite frankly impossible for the NFC South because their two losses came at the hands of division opponents. So let's look at the teams. Okay, let's see if they're legit. All right. The Saints. We saw them up close and personal last night. Are they legit? Are they a 2 and 0 that we're going to look at at the end of the year and go, "Remember when they were 2 and 0?" They only won 4 games after that. <laughs> or or are they a team we're going to be looking at at the end of the year and in a playoff race? I think they'll be in a playoff race at the end of the season. Cuz you think their defense actually dating back to last yep. season hasn't give up more than 20 points in like 10 straight games. That's exactly the stat I have in my notes. Well, there you go. They haven't given up more than 20 points in 10 games. Yeah. The Saints, do you know what I, I have as the notes? I have two bullet points. Okay. The first, the Saints win ugly. Yeah. The second was the stat you gave me. They haven't given up more than 20 points in 10 games. And and that's where I think Derek Carr comes in. Right? Like, the offense was not awesome last night but they did seem more comfortable towards the end of the game. And I think that's just a veteran that's been around for 10 years. All right. I think that's just a veteran that's been around for a long time. That's the difference, right? They're not trying to break in Jameis. They're not, they're not rolling around there with Andy Dalton or Taysom Hill. They have a guy that's just been there before. The Falcons. Let's look at the Falcons. I also, I also have uh two points here. Ready? Bijan will get better. Yeah. 
Drake London will get better. This is all one one bullet point. Desmond Ritter will get better. The, the Falcons, this is the main point here. The Falcons win with youth. They've won this year depending largely on young guys. And do you know what young players do? They get better. There's room for improvement. You do not expect someone at 23 years old to be a finished product. You expect them to be better next month than they are now and better two months than they are in one month. Drake London, who had a good good game for him this past weekend, you want to hear a wild stat? Tell me. He is 316 days younger than Zay Flowers. The rookie? The rookie. The rookie he, for so the Baltimore Ravens? He is a full year younger than a player drafted the year after him. So he's going to get better. The Falcons are 2-0 and and have every bit of expectation that their offense will be significantly better towards the end of the year than it is now. I'm not sure you have that with the Saints, right? Derek Carr kind of is what he is. Michael Thomas kind of is what he is. Mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara will be there. So you, you'll, I guess you could increase that side, but he is what he is. We know what to expect. Heck, they have Jimmy Graham playing tight end at times. They're, they're a veteran squad. You know what they're going to be. The Falcons, on the other hand, there's a lot of uh, upward mobility. The Bucks. <laughs> I'm going to read you the three main bullet points I have. The Saints win ugly. The Falcons win with youth. The Bucks win confusingly. <laughs> Mike Evans, turn back the clock. Right, he, he looks like he did six years ago. Uh, Baker Mayfield, living the dream. I don't know how long it's going to last. That's why I call it a dream, right? He might wake up any moment, but he for through two games, he looks like a starting quarterback in the NFL, and, and there was not a, a many moments over the last few years where you would have said that. I don't think what the Bucks are doing is sustainable, but it is happening, and you can't argue it, right? You can't argue against something that's that's actively happening. Right, you can't say it's not supposed to rain today when you're standing outside and you're you're getting wet with rainwater. <laughs> it's not supposed to rain today. We're good. Let's go play. It's, t- it's only a forty percent chance as the rain. Clouds yeah, you're, you're, over you're, you. you're looking up and it is raining on your face, and you're going forty percent chance. It's like no, it's a hundred percent right now. Yeah, you can't argue about what's happening. So you might sit there and say like the Bucks aren't good, right? I don't th- I don't think they're very good, and I'm looking at you going, well, they're two and oh. Baker, Baker Mayfield's not good. Well, he threw for 300 yards, and he's finding Mike Evans on a lot of difficult throws. Maybe he wasn't supposed to be, but as of right now, he is. That could change tomorrow, right? Maybe it won't rain 10 minutes from now, mm-hmm. but right now it's raining. I don't think it's sustainable, but it's happening. The Falcons win with youth. The Saints win ugly. The Bucks win confusingly. Carolina wins not at all. That's what you're up against. Is the NFC South actually bad? Well, if they are, the rest of the NFL's got some explaining to do. If the NFC South is bad, Carolina has some explaining to do because they gave two of the other teams two of their wins, or one each. Right? If the Falcons aren't good, be careful who you call not good because they're better than you. Right? Don't be... Like I said earlier today, the be- one of the best traits you can have in a, in a defensive back is that amnesia where even when they get beat, they still talk trash like they'll never get beat ever again. Mm-hmm. That's not as great just in everyday life. Or if you're a Panther fan, don't go around saying how bad the Falcons are. Don't go around saying, geez, the Saints stink, don't they? Yeah. Because uh, we have two recent examples of them uh, beating you in the race. And here's the thing. They might stink. <laughs> they might. That's the thing. Which, which and the Panthers <laughs> lost to them. 
Which then that's yeah, the thing. Exactly. If they, if they do stink, then uh, batten down the hatches. Yeah. Get ready for a long year. Storm is brewing.